Hi, I'm here with my fabulous sister, and she's going to be my guest speaker today. Hi, sister. Hey, sister. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Are you ready to get real raw and honest? Am I anything but that anyway? No. No. Because we are, we are a duo, a dynamic duo. A dynamic <laughs> duo, but not like Batman. And Robin. And I Robin. would be Batman. You would be no, Robin. Oh, that is oh, bullshit. bullshit. That's bullshit. I'm the older sister. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Never. Never. Okay. We are family. Hey, hey, yeah. Today I got my sister with me. Hey, people. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to 40 is the new F word. This is your host, Lolita. And today we're talking about family. Family. So today we're going to talk about family in 40s. Yeah. Um, usually by now, we are having families. We already have older children. Some of us have grandchildren. You know, we're kind of in, I would say we're hardcore in the family unit. Well, 40. and at 40, uh, you have your own family unit. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yes. Like it's, right. yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about kind of the importance of family and kind of the dysfunction and the function of them. <laughs> we put the fun in dysfunction. Yes. So. Um, I think that. It is important. Family is very, very important. Oh my but gosh, I, yes. But I also think that family and blood don't make it that you have to do things for me or you're the best person in my life. I think friends can be more of a family than Especially family. when you, yeah. I Especially mean, that, when you're 40. Well, and even like extended family. I mean, I always, you know, I did this even when I got married that, that you know, I wasn't going to invite everybody just because they're blood related. Like, yeah. that doesn't mean that I don't like them. That doesn't mean whatever. It's just that sometimes you have a deeper connection to your friends yes. than you do with somebody who is yeah. blood related. Who checks in on you? Who knows your life? Who do you check in on? That's kind of what I see. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that becomes your family. Your friends become your family. You have your family that is you do talk to every single day. We're, we're close. We're very I mean, close. And we're close with our parents. I'm close We've with your We've been close really since I was like 13. Yes, yeah, I mean, we've never really not been. It's true. Yeah. It's true. And and we're lucky. Like, we like each other. And right. so, um, you know, I mean, we like our parents. We like our children. It, the, yes. That whole thing. So so we definitely have that. Now, you think we are more dysfunctional than I think we are. For sure. And I think that that's based on, like, our friend circle and interacting with their families. My friend Anne um, has this great saying that families are messy. And I love that saying because it's true. That doesn't mean that they're bad. That doesn't mean that right. they're good. But if you take families as a whole, that there are so many different dynamics. There's different ways that you're raised. There's different times in your life. And how your family like steps up or doesn't step up when you're in crisis right. is And I think family thing. sees you a certain way. And yeah. when you start changing, oh families God. struggle with that the Absolutely. most. Absolutely. Way more. Even close friends do, but they seem to adjust better than family. It's and true. we've seen that in our own family. Now we are raised, um, we, when we were younger, we had a large family unit that was to me very dysfunctional too. Yeah, that and I agree. 
And, and not that there wasn't a lot of love. There was. But my mom in her 40s pulled away from that mm-hmm. and decided to take us with her and say, you know what? I just I want to be I, I don't want that anymore. And it was just us for a long time. Like when I say us, my mom, my dad, you, me, our kids. Yeah. Our husbands. Yeah. That's it. So that was our Christmases and Thanksgivings for like 20 years. Right. Which was awesome. Which was awesome. I I actually remember like wanting to do that too when Trey was sick for the first time at two. That that was the last Christmas we did that was chaos with cousins and aunts and uncles and it was just too much. It was too much. It was. And not that you don't. It's not like you dislike anybody. It's just that you don't. To spend a holidays with people that you don't connect with and that is just have different beliefs and different ways of thinking, it's just not fun. No. It's not. And you Mm -hmm. should be. They should be with people that they enjoy too. And not that you don't like them and you can't Uh, have a conversation. Right. And that doesn't mean you wish them anything but the best or whatever. Right. But, you know, you get 40 people in a room with a bunch of kids and then people are screaming at the kids for this or then somebody gets more presents or then there's just not, again, families are messy. And so... Um, so we just simplified that and we did. And I was super thankful. And for I that. think the reason, and a lot of people can't simplify it. They don't, first of all, have the cojones. And that is right? the truth. If you've met my mother, she got big cojones <laughs> and, um, she passed that down. She did. Right, right. And she doesn't, she doesn't way quieter than we do. Like we're bitchier about it. It's true. Right. Like she just kind of does it like in this stoic, like librarian kind of way. <laughs> snide almost where we're Very, like yes. do you agree yeah where we're like fuck this we're out peace yeah. out bitches. so she gets maybe a little way with it better but it was ended up being like the best move as a mom that and, and my dad's just so supportive of my mom mm-hmm. and so it ended up being like oh my god the memories of christmas and we just did never fight we never did no it was just beautiful. So yeah. thank you, Mom, Dad. Like, seriously. Like Rockwell Christmases. It was, it it was, was. fantastic. It's and so I'm so good. glad that our kids got to experience right. that. Right. You know? Because we took out the turmoil. But I'm not saying that that is for everybody. I'm saying, but sometimes you have to do something that makes you uncomfortable with your family and be okay. They'll get over it. They will. I mean, and if they don't, then, then that's, that's on them. Exactly. You know? It's the same thing, though. Like, what you were saying about, like, when you change. Like, if you get divorced, if you change a career, if you, you know, do something that doesn't um, fit in the box, box that, of, yes. of who they think you are. A lot of times it's your parents and your closest that have the hardest time with that. They want to shove you back in that box. That has happened to me. Now, I will give you this. Um, speaking of family. So growing up, I was the mouthier child for sure. Shocking. <laughs> but you actually probably got into it more with mom and dad yeah. for not fitting into the perfect box and you were a little oh, yeah. you were naughtier in some other ways and you didn't oh before i got pregnant yeah i like oh my god you know i was like a making straight, bad decisions i did make several bad decisions because i was a straight a student i yep. was going to be the first woman president i yeah. never got in trouble and then i went to college and just became an asshole and just did <laughs> stupid ass shit and then dropped out of college and then whatever yeah, yeah exactly the list of downfall goes on and on and you know and she you're not super good at house cleaning i mean these are things that mom domestically challenged challenged, yes and so these are things so her and my mom fought about this you Mm -hmm. know because my mom has a you know my mom is a rock star she kind of did it all so we had a lot to well and we have very high expectations from her her. yes very Very. high so 
she did that. And then I kind of was, even though I got married young, I got married before I was pregnant. So even though I was really young, I wasn't pregnant first. Go me. <laughs> A couple months later, but it didn't matter. And anyhow, um, and I am not domestically challenged. No, and she's I'm, immaculate housekeeper and, then, and, and the most amazing mom. I wouldn't say I'm immaculate housekeeper, but I am a good housekeeper. She's immaculate housekeeper. No, I'm not. I mean, I have been in the past. Yes, I've I've toned it. I have toned it down. I'm not as anal retentive. That's true. That is true. Yes, I I mean, I I wish you could see me giving her the side eye, like really. (laughs) No, because I also I. I know a lot of my friends are super, super clean. So yeah. I feel like I would say I'm a, I mean, out of a 10, I'm like an 8.5. Okay. Okay. I will give that. Okay. Right. And then I live with somebody that's uh, my roommate. She's like a 10 mm-hmm. and her sister's probably 11. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, a negative 47. Yes. And my kids are domestic. But anyhow, our mother was good at this. And, and I feel like. I had a, I was a good mom. I was into my children. I was married. So my mom related to me differently. Mm -hmm. And then when I split up at 40 and had to refine myself, both of my parents did not know how to take this. They were fine. First, they were sad. And it was like, they weren't super supportive. I don't think they were okay. I mean, they were sad for me and they were bummed out for sure. But I think this, my year of yes, my parents have struggled with way more. Yeah, Holy absolutely. shit. And, <laughs> and it's been very interesting to see that, you know, the snideness and the back away and not supportive. And but you know what? It's hard for them, I'm sure, to right. see that I am not in, you know, in a house per se. And I'm not in the little I'm not in the box perfect box. That, although I still keep a clean. Right. It's area easier and, to do that in your 20s and accept in your 20s because people expect it. And uh, I don't know. There's certain things that. You just tolerate more in your 40s. You're like, well, fuck that. I don't need to tolerate Yeah, I think it would have bothered me having my parents be, oh, God, they're disapproving at 20. Maybe not, because I don't really care what people think in that aspect. But I do think it would have more. Now I'm just like, I am a grown-ass adult. I make my own money. I know what I'm doing sometimes. (laughs) There's a fine line, but shut your mouth. (laughs) Ah, that's a whole different podcast. But but I do think that they have struggled and it and it, it sometimes it hurts my feelings. I'm like, yeah. really? I still totally have my shit together and I need to find myself and mm-hmm. and I can date. And I know that you grew up in an era that it wasn't okay to go out and do that. Well, I don't grow up in an era like that. And I don't want women to ever feel like they can't go out and find their sexuality and have different partners and figure out what they like and what they don't like ever. Now, you can judge me if you want. You know, but that's how I feel. Well, and it's not like, you know, you were sleeping with tons and tons of people. Oh, my God. Seriously. I mean, you would think that you like have just an app that you're like, this guy, this I guy, wasn't, this I guy, never this even went out and, and did a one night stand. I mean, like, seriously, <laughs> like, I mean. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. But, my, you know, our mom is a prude. Love yes. your mom, but you're a prude. Yes. And even though we were raised where... We didn't, my mom was a prude, but she never made it bad, per right, se. Right, right. Sex um, was never bad. Bad, but, but she, she definitely was, She was uncomfortable. She's uncomfortable. And That's I'm sure right. it makes her a little uncomfortable that I'm out there dating, per se. But, like, she's better because I've had a relationship, um, even though I don't anymore, for, like, five months. And even though that was a little dysfunctional, <laughs> she, I swear to God, she was more happy that I was in this one relationship. Yes. Well, I, I remember, <laughs> do you remember having this conversation where, like... I don't know. It was maybe year two into your breakup. And 
I knew that you were not ready to at all consider a relationship. I did I mean, try to date a little bit and it was terrible. But I mean, but I knew that you needed the time for you. And she was so distraught that you were not wanting a relationship. Like so distraught. Like we had that conversation. We were walking to go get coffee and she was just like, Oh my God, are you going to end up alone? And you bitter. With right. Cat, like a bitter cat lady. <laughs> right? and not even like, remotely. Yeah. Just because at that particular moment in time, you were like, oh my God, I do not want a boyfriend right now. I and she was like, it's been me. two years. Like, And I'm like, you know, I, I went on a couple dates that it year wasn't. and it just, I wasn't ready. And then the third year I tried it again and it, I wasn't ready. And then the fourth year was my year of yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was ready. Yeah. And so it took me and now we're going into five years. I mean, it took me a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, I was with this man for a long fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had to literally fight myself. I went from my mama's house and daddy's house to Alex. Like I never had. And then had right. babies and, right and, away. And again, totally family focused. Everything. Family, 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 family. Everything was that. You always put yourself last on the list, which was my point to mom was like, oh my God, for the first time ever, she gets to put herself first. She needs to do that. Okay. Which, so funny little story there about moms and guilt. I have grown ass children. I always put my children first, almost too much. And I will say that I did because it really was hard on my marriage. Again, balance is not my strength. And now I have grown children who are both married and have children and lives and homes and are amazing. Okay, this year, my year of yes, my daughter comes, she has a baby. I help her whenever I don't live. She's staying with my mom because her husband's in the military and she's staying for a few weeks and I am not at her beck and call. I have a life. I have a new boyfriend, right? I don't need to be. She's a grown ass adult. My mother worked constantly, just like I work. She was not there 24 seven. She did not do everything we needed her to do. She told us no fucking a lot. Did she not? Yeah. A lot. So I found it. They were mad at me. They were mad at me for not catering to my daughter. And I saw even saw that. And I thought that was very interesting that they thought that. But it was okay because they can be mad at me for that. I understand it's hard when you put somebody in a box and then, you know, but I would still put my children first. I still pay for a ton of their stuff. I still travel and see them. But you are not going to make me feel guilty for my grown ass children. You're right. not. Right. If I they are struggling with- too, I think that they, they, I think, have a hard time communicating if they're struggling, like, like, yeah, well, especially our mom who right. was a rock star, right? Exactly. You know? So, and she was having like all that back pain, and dad was having this, and so instead of just saying, "Hey, can you which, stop by which here more?" Dad did a of, little bit instead of just being like absolutely pissed off about it, right? right? Or being passive aggressive right. or whatever. And I did come and stay, you know, and and do and some stuff. You, I live five minutes away, so they can call me too, right? Or try, and they came or, and stayed here. But I'm just saying the the dynamics of family does change when somebody changes mm-hmm. and gets a divorce or gets sick, yeah, or whatever, yeah. Um, you know, it it does change. Um, family genetics. Speaking of being sick, we have a genetic mutation. The Lee Fermini. I have Lee Fermini syndrome, which is a 
cancer predisposition and its mutation in the TP53 gene. And I probably also have what my dad, um, at least one, one of, of her my daughters, daughters has, for sure, which is check two, which is another hereditary, um, cancer predisposition gene. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, we've had a lot of cancer and I have to say that, you know, our family's been really, really amazing they have through been. this. Oh my gosh. An extended family. Yes. This is when I think when your family and friends, man, people really do come together when you need them yeah, to. And absolutely. Ask, for sure. Absolutely. You know, my son's had cancer four times and he had three cancers in three years. It just just recently from 2014 to 2017 pretty much fucking sucked ass and we had amazing support from friends and family and even when he had cancer at two amazing support i mean my dad basically i mean he they lived in montana he had a real estate business but trey had this insanely intense and i was a single mom at that time uh, chemo schedule and he basically shut his business down to come over and and help. our mother worked her ass off to support the finances of yeah because they had their own business yeah. i mean that was a really good they're they're amazing team you oh know my God. Yes. and um and they do especially younger they had that energy mm-hmm. you know they're they're in their late 60s and now we had young parents which i'm thankful for yeah and because they're in their late 60s now we're just kind of seeing oh my god they're kind of getting older and yeah. feeling older. And we haven't seen that because our parents were young. I do. Right. Think that's and and true. it's true. It is true. And I think that again, that's us, it, you know, we expect them to have certain energy, certain this, certain whatever. And right. And they Just don't. probably this year of yes, where I'm like, I'm not stopping by as much and I'm not doing it where they're like probably and and they're having some pain and difficulties mm-hmm. and feeling like, wait, what's happening? Mm-hmm. You know, so everybody's trying to find their own balance. And I think that you also need to, it's okay to be a little selfish sometimes. And in our right. family, I will tell you, everybody struggles with that because we are a very opinionated in your face family. This wow, is where I passionate. feel No, this is where I feel like our dysfunction comes in though. Right. Because like my roommate's family, they say things and they're they're pretty they do say things, but they Blow they're up. not they're not mean about it or sarcastic about it. They're much kinder. This is where I really feel like mm-hmm. where our family we're kind of assholes. Like we're a lot of fun and we're really passionate. We're like a bunch of Italians. But, but we, are, we are flash pants. So we if are. we get pissed, then we're going to tell you to fuck off and we might say something. But then we like calm down. We love each other afterwards. Yes, no, we do. Right. And then and then the other aspect to that is, though, that we're in each, we're very opinionated. We have an opinion about everything in our family. I am mortified and scared to bring a new man into this family. <laughs> That is true. I'm not scared for them. My children have met um, a few people and, and and they have strong opinions too, but they're a little gentler. But I don't. I don't like them to meet you. I don't like them to meet. None of them have met mom and dad. Right. None of them. Not that there's been, but there's been two, none of them. And Mike scares me major too, because Mike's always like, well, you better pick a good one because otherwise we're taking your Mike's ex. Mike's my husband. Yes. Or otherwise we're taking your ex with us um, to all vacations. <laughs> No pressure at all. But yeah, I mean, our family can be super, super And And judgmental. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. We are. Yeah. I we mean, have an opinion about everything. Everything. So I think that's hard. And I say that like it's whatever, but I do too. So I mean, right, a strong opinion. Right, right. And I remember my daughter, um, Alexis, she dated a lot in high school and had in college. And she always said we were really tough to bring, even though we're very nice and we're fun and we're loud and we accept them. When they leave, we're like, what the hell? 
<laughs> and, right? and I can't hide a facial expression for the life of me. She can't. Oh my gosh. So when we would go out in our 20s, it'd be like, do you want to get in a fight? Bitch face needs to go. She's like, am I doing it again? You're doing it again. But, you know, Trey used to always say that too. He's like, oh my God, I'm scared to bring somebody home. And I'm always like, listen, you need to find an orphan, right? <laughs> and, and he's like, why would you say that? I'm like, well, because as a mom of boys, the woman always has like all the power, like, you know, over family holidays. Over family holidays that's and all not that. true because my um, youngest daughter seems to, but my oldest daughter does that's not. True. That's true. So that true. is not true. Well, but that's what I always said. Yeah. I always said that. But he's like, and you know. Don't you feel like you guys, I think you guys are really, I mean, and I think you, I find this interesting, but I was telling, I don't know if I was telling you who I was telling this, but I think you are way more protective over me at 40 than you were at 20. Maybe because oh, I was married. Yeah, you know. were married. But still, I'm like, well, I'm geez. 40 fucking almost five. I can figure it out. You need to back down. Well, <laughs> I think too, because I watched you lose yourself in a relationship, like in your marriage. And, in, and I love the person that you are. Right. And so I want you to have somebody who's fucking worthy of you. Right. And so, yeah, I'm probably a little bit protective. You know, a little you, bit. And you got work. surgery coming up and you got all this stuff. And I'm, I, I am. No, I wait. Am. Like when I talk to her about my boy <laughs> issues, I have a few friends, my roommate, who's always listening and, and hears and she gets to hear them here. So she's a very good, she's like my, I banter and she goes, really? Like she's really good. She's a really good listener. And then I have, I have my friend April and April's, you know, she always is like, okay, this is what I hear you say. And she's really good about like giving it to a different perspective. Right. And how are you feeling? I'm always team you. What are you feeling? Janet's always like, what are you um, learning? What from are you this? learning from this? Yeah. It's whatever you learn. There's no right or wrong. Go with it. When you're done, you're done. Yeah. You are but. get the fuck out. What the hell? There's red flags everywhere. Like completely different with every one of them. But have I been right? Well, I don't know. I, I would say right. there's one that you would not were not right about, and everybody would agree. I I'm not going to say who that is, though. I know who it is. I'm right, and I would say the other three would disagree with you. Actually, they all do. Okay, I'm just right. <laughs> <laughs> Older sister, here. that's not true Sorry. because I don't think you're you're also in a different place. Like I am more like you are a little bit more conservative right now. For sure. Sure. Right. The other three, I would say the other two are not. One is. Right. So I'm more... Okay, I might be conservative, but I'm not conservative when it comes to sex. No, I'm not saying that. I am conservative when it comes to you. Yes! <laughs> no, I'm all about... I was the one who encouraged the year of yes. I, I am agree, all but about all the different experiences. She yeah. also encouraged... The, this person that and now she's like what the fuck but that's you did you encouraged it the most I did but I I thought it was just going to be fun and games well that's it was supposed to be just fun and games and, and then, what happened I, I know it's called feelings sorry because <laughs> I, I I you know and I was actually rooting for him but you know the first time mm -hmm. the second time I was done after the second yeah. time third and, time 
exactly. Now, right. I, now, I literally. Now, I this literally is not like cheating or anything like that. No. This is just, just a different disrespect and completely exactly. different way of thinking. Yeah. And it will never be on the same page. Right. It's, it's what is this going to be? And this is, you know, what I truly believe in any relationship. So if you are starting a family or whatever, that your partner in life, needs to be somebody who most of the time, nobody does this 100% no. of the time, as brings you up and makes you better. Absolutely. Make each other better. Sometimes you can love somebody, you can have amazing sex with somebody, you can desire them, you can have fun with them. But at the end of the day, the majority of the time, you don't make each other better. You make each other worse. Right. And that's what I was seeing. Hmm. Yeah, I see value in that. I do. Right? I do. Yeah. And I do. It, it seemed to be I've never had a was it tumultuous. What is that? How do you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Termo- so, I'm going to make up a word. I've got to make up a word just, here. Just, 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 okay. Turbulent. Tumultuous. Tumultuous. <laughs> tumultuous. I'm not even drinking. Turbulent oh, and tumultuous. I do this all the time. Yeah. I think there's a disease for it because I do it all the time. This is what she does. The word natrocious. N-A- T-R-I-O-U-S, atrocious, which is notorious and atrocious together. So if you want to use it, go ahead. Just credit Lolita. <laughs> yeah, it would literally be, that's atrocious. Yeah. That's just atrocious. <laughs> and so if, I think it still works. I could probably have my own dictionary. But anyhow, I have never had, I, you know, had that kind of dysfunction. No. And, and it wasn't like all the time, but it was just so different than what I'm used to. And speaking of, you know, messy, it did get messy. It got messy. And with what you have coming up this next year, is that what you want? And right. Yeah, you know, and at 40, do you want to have a relationship that is in that up and down and bullshit? Like, is that what you want? No. no. But it's kind of, it was kind of, there was a lot of heat and passion. And that's what I was drawn to. The vagina can make you make bad decisions. <laughs> well, this is what I said. Vagina started it. <laughs> then, then the the heart. I would say even my head at first because he makes me laugh really hard. And then um, my heart got involved. Yeah, yeah. And then the heart screwed it all up because the heart and vagina are talking, and my brain's going no, no, no. <laughs> right. No, really. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what I mean. I know that you know that. It's, yeah, in the right. long run, because I used to tell my children, the person that's for you is the person that lines up truly your vagina, your heart, and your head. Oh, that's a good one. I used to tell my kids mm-hmm. that. You know, because you can be like, there can be the guy that you're like, oh my God, he does it for me. But you're you're not really in love and it's not, your head's going no. And then there's the person that you can like really love with all your heart and your head's like, yeah, they're a good guy, but your vagina's dried up. You know, like that's not, I Mm -hmm. just think that that's your person. Right. You know, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I need to take my own advice sometimes. But anyhow, but that's hard to do because this is is the first person that you've had legitimate feelings for, you know, in almost five years. And so I understand that since I was 16 besides my ex. That's so true. But yes, so I am a little protective. I'm your sister. I'm your older sister. But this is, I have never felt since I was 16 (laughs) that I am dealing with, I'm like, do I lie to my sister right now? Like, I don't even do that. I don't even like, I'm like, I don't know if I can tell her. You know what's so funny is I lie about cleaning my house, right? That's where she judges me. I'm like, oh God, she's going to judge me. Don't let her come over. And then if she calls and goes, did you talk to him today? Oh no. Oh no. Yeah, I cleaned my house today. So see. 
We all have it. We no. all have family stuff, right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but but I do think um speaking of family, the last part I'm going to talk about is is the family. I'm going into this surgery in 20 some days. Mhm for my check too. And it's a really, really big surgery. And the people that are there for me is my sister and my ex. And they're the ones that are really going to be there and support me. And that's your family, yeah. you know, and then I'm going to go down for my second phase. And it's my, my best friend. So, you know, that just goes to show you how important and that best friend is my family. And yeah. I've had, and I've had a couple of my other friends say, you know, what, what do you need from me? Mm-hmm. Way more than my family, because they are. So I was gonna say, you don't have to be blood related. I think, honestly, family is, 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 who you who your tribe is it's your tribe it is your tribe Mm -hmm. you know and just because you're blood related doesn't mean that you have somebody has to have an active part in your life again you can wish them well you can whatever but i mean it doesn't mean that you have anything in common that you share the same values that you have the same goals that you know you're in the same place and and so so yeah i i have never been no, and that's because of our mom. It is. It is. And we never were really raised around dad's family. Although I do think that they are a lot of fun. And that oh, absolutely. Yeah. Again. But yeah, that, so is I enjoy too. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's not it. It's yeah. not about it. But it's like the people who, at the end of the day. Who's your tribe? Who's your tribe? Right. Who is the people that, that they're going to step up and have your back no matter what? And sometimes that's your family and your big sister who you should always listen to. And sometimes it's your friends. I just want to say, now I'm pissed off. You know what? (laughs) Uh, You didn't listen to me at all in your 20s. Well, duh, you're the little sister. Oh, my God. But you made bad decisions. I remember yelling at you. And I was younger going, what are you doing? Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. And I did make bad decisions. I did. Yes. And I've made some. Exactly. I've made some crush. Because it's like living. What did I post recently? That when you live out of fear or something, Mm -hmm. there's this fine line between living out of fear fear, and stupidity and something no, it's what bravery and stupidity. stupidity. And there's yeah. a fine line. And it is so true because mm-hmm. this was my year of I'm going to do stuff that scares me. I do think I really took that to the. Yeah. And I think you've done an amazing job. But I, I mean, do know. But I took that to. There's you know what, also I'm having some this, stupid shit she's done. Stupid. Right? But I do think that it was because I'm having this big surgery. So nothing kind of scares me as much as that surgery. Right. So it was like. What the fuck? Whatever. Whatever. Which I've never been that way. No. No. We, no. we unfortunately, for all of our big talk, and there's certain things, like, when we're really confronted down to it, when it comes to action, we can always step up. Right. But we will what if shit to death. We oh are fucking God. chickens like that. It's <laughs> it ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, Which do you, I don't do right now. This no. has changed me a lot in that aspect. Even, I'm kind of glad this year of yes happened. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Because the biggest reason... I think is it mentally prepared me to be actually less, have less fear Mm -hmm. of this surgery. If I would not have had this, Mm -hmm. I would have been a wreck all year. And I think I would have not done the surgery. And then you would have had to fear your sister because I would have beat the shit out of you. That's a podcast itself. Fear at 40. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Which actually we will have one. Right. But um, yeah. So anyhow, Family, we love you. You know, we want everybody to, to you know, take care of your own family. Love your babies. You know, love your mom and dad if they were good to you. You know, but always love your babies. 
Always, always. And, and I mean, and even if your family is not somebody that you want in your life, find your family, find, find your them. tribe, mm-hmm. and don't feel the pressure to stay in a familial situation. If it's Just, not healthy. If it's not healthy. There's a lot right. of toxicity out there that, you know, yeah, I'm thankful that we didn't it, have that. We might have the blow up and whatever, right. but we have a we lot of love We might have my dad surprise. that's literally blowing up and my mom who's snide, but there's so much more positive because right, we are human. Yeah. I blow a gasket too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my ex was more snide. So nobody's perfect, but but we had so much more laughter and happiness mm-hmm. than we ever did the dysfunction. Yeah, but, and um, support. Yes, and so now what I want my family to, while you're listening to this, so mom and dad, I love you very much. Yes. And, um, you know, my my children and all that, but I do want you not to be opinionated about anything I do and keep your mouth shut. And whoever I bring over, you can't say a word about. That will never happen for me. I will have an opinion. All right. So anybody who wants to date me, this is what you're getting into. Boom. Oh my although, gosh. Although you can ask my ex who still hangs out with all of my family because he loves them so much. We rock. You have I to, mean, I think you have to kind of, be, Alex be like, what the hell? Right. He's, wait, wait, I'm going out with them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, so head over to the uh, 40s New F Word Facebook. Let's have a conversation about your family. Are they awesome? Do they suck? Did yes. you find your own family? We want to hear. Yes. And if you've got some funny family stories, or if you're a big sister and you have a little sister that won't listen to you, go on there. I'll commiserate with you. Also, today is, um, since we're talking about family, today is sponsored by Snarky Cancer. And that is our family business where we take our crazy cancer history and cancer genetics and we raise funds and spirits through awesome apparel t-shirts t-shirt fundraisers so head over to snarkycancer.com and check out what we're doing yes and you'll be able to get actually some great merchandise from 40 is the new f word so boom all right love y'all bye